learning Da'af, Lamed Tess, Lamed Beis, at the bottom of Lamed Aleph, Sayyid Machleikas of Yechia says, you have to finish the bracha while you're breaking the bread. So at the end, actually, the bread is already broken when you end the bracha. And Rabbi says, no, you have to complete the bracha, and only after the bracha is complete, then you break the bread. So on top of Lamed Tess, Lamed Beis, they did like Yechia, they broke the bread as they were finishing the bracha. For Rabbanan, the Chachamim, Avdi Kirava, they did the grava, they completed the bracha before they broke the bread. Am Ravina, Am Raliyeh, my mother told me, Avucha, your father, Avid Kirabichia, he did the Kirabichia to break the bread while completing the bracha. Dam Ravichia, Tzach Shetichla, Bracha in the pass, you got to finish the bracha while you're breaking the bread. Rabbanan, Avdi Kirava, they said, no, we should first complete the bracha before breaking the bread. Vilchasa, what's the Lachalamaisa, Kirava? You first complete the bracha together, and then you cut into their bread, break the bread. If they bring before the people that are eating pieces of bread, broken bread, and whole loaves. So what do you make the bracha? You make a bracha on the pieces, even, and patter the whole rolls. And as Rashi says, there's no special mile to a shalim according to Rafuna. You can make a bracha as well on a piece of bread. And Adarabah, if the piece of bread is bigger than the roll, you have a little small roll and, you know, a half of a challah. So according to Rafuna, you'd make a bracha on the half of a challah. Rabbi Echelam, he says, no, shleima mitzvah minah mukhar. There's a mitzvah minah mukhar to make a bracha over a piece that's shalim. Aval, however, if the prusa, if the broken piece of bread, in other words, for a broken bread, when a half of bread is shalchitin, if the broken bread is from wheat and the whole bread, the whole roll is from barley, so that's inferior. Barley is inferior to wheat. So then, everyone agrees to make a bracha on the broken piece of bread, the half a bread, half a loaf of, a, of wheat, uh, bread from wheat flour, and you pat to the shalim from sayim. Wheat is. Uh, is uh, is more chashiv than barley. I don't remember Abba Kitanai. So remember Abba says the Chayra. It's a machagis tonight. It could be machagis tonight because it says in the Mishnah Truma, "Tarimin Batsal Katan Shalim." You separate as Truma a small onion which is whole, avoy chatzi batzal but not half of a large onion. In other words, even if the larger uh, half onion is bigger than the small uh, whole onion, you should specifically separate as Truma the smaller whole onion. And Yehuda says, no, no, you should separate the half of the larger onion, which is bigger than the little small whole onion. So what's the Machlegis? Is not this the Machlegis? So Rabbi Yehuda holds that what's more chashev is preferable, and the larger half onion is more chashev than the little small whole onion. No, it's better to, you know, to be mafresh the smaller onion. Better, as the chashivas. The Gemara rejects this. The Gemara says, no. If there would be, the, uh, be a kayin around, nobody would argue. Everyone agrees. The if the bigger half onion, which is more chashif, that's preferable. Of course, if there's a kayin here, give him the large half an onion. That's much more chashif. What are they arguing about? The lack of kayin. There's no kayin around. So you have to separate truma anyway when there's no kayin around. The only question is when you're going to be able to give this to the kayin. And is it going to have to last until then? So if it's not going to last until then, what's the point? So that's when the Tanakhama says, separate the small onion, because you might never end up giving it to a kayin if you separate the big half of an onion, because it's only going to last for a couple of days. The Tanakh, it says in the Mishnah, whenever there's a kayin there, you should separate the juma from something better. 
You don't have to worry about it lasting. But when there's no kain around, then who knows when you're going to find a kain? So then, so then you separate the tumor from what's going to last longer. That's what the Tanakhama says. He says, no. You always only separate from the, what's better. Your job is to separate the best thing for truma. If there's a kain around, you give it to him. And if not, you wait until he comes. And if it doesn't last until then, so then, uh, so then fine. It's not your problem. So that was that would be the Machlekes before, but not necessarily uh, with the argument Hilchas Brachas as well. Rav Nachum Yitzchak Lemais. Rav Nachum Yitzchak says Yerei Shemaim. Someone who's Yerei Shemaim may see the Shemaim. He's Yaitze both Shitas. He's Yaitze both the Shitas of Rav Huna and Rav and Rav Yechon. Rav Huna says to make the Brach on the bigger piece, and Rav Yechon who says to make the Brach on the Shalim. He was Yaitze both. How are you Yaitze both? So what he did. And first of all, who is he? Umana, who is this Yari Shemaim? Marbred Ravina Tzmar, the son of Ravina. Marbred Ravina, meaning Yach Prusa, but he would put the Prusa inside of the Shleima, meaning he would hold together when he would make his uh, his bracha both on the peace as well as the Shalim, and he would be boitea, and he would break into the bread. In other words, he made his bracha over both of them. Tani Tana came into Rav Nachum Yitzchak, then Tana Tana also like that in front of Rav Nachum Yitzchak. Meaning Yach Prusa, but you put the Prusa inside the Shleima, uboitea mavarich. And you, uh, you know, you you break and you make your bracha. It should be first to make the bracha, um, and then you uh, you eat. You know, either both or uh, or Rashi says the shalim. But the point is that when you're coming to make your bracha, you're holding both of them in your hands. Amalei, so Rav Nachum Bishak said to the to this Tana Mashenacha, what's your name? Amalei said Shalman. My name is Shalman. Amalei, he told him Shalim. I thought your name is Shalom. The Shleima Mishnah Sechan. Your your Mishnah. Your teaching is Shalim. You made shalom. You made shalom. We're going to be yotzei bolshitus. I'm Rav Papa. Hakolmaid mipesach says Rav Papa, but everybody agrees on pesach at the lela seder. Then to me niach brusu b'teich shleim. Then taaka, you put the broken piece with the shalom inside the shalom under the shalom. Ubeitzia and you beitzia on both, right? Like we do, we do yachatz. We split one of the matzahs. That's the prusa, and then we hold it together with the top matzah, and we make. Uh, Hamaitzi. Okay, many have the minute to hold the bottom out as well. But anyway, there's an ikr there that you have to be holding the prusa. My time because what's the reason? Because lachamayni, if it says lachamayni, matzah is referred to as lachamayni, poor man's bread. And the way of an ani is to usually end up making a bracha on a broken piece of bread. He doesn't have a shalim. So that's what we have to do. But there's also an Indian that the, the bread you make hamaitzi and should be shalim. So we make the bracha on both. I'm going to be Ambas. Rabbi Ambas said, Uva Shabbos, on Shabbos, Chayv Adam Nivtseya Oshtek. Because the person is Chayv to be Botseya over two whole loaves of bread, my time. Why? Because Lechem Mishnah, because the Pasuk talks about Lechem Mishnah, Mishnah is a lesson of double. So you have to have two loaves of bread when you make Kamaiti. I'm Rabbi Ashi, Chazina, Leili of Kahana, Aisar of Kahana, Dinakit Tati, Uvatzachada. He would hold two loaves of bread in his hand when he made a Maiti, but he would only break into one of them. But as he made a Moti over two, the way Rabbi Ambas said it, it Sounds like maybe you have to break into both breads. But Rav, uh, Rav, Rav Ashi says that Aisar Kana, he held both of them, he made a moti over both of them, but he only broke into one of them like we do. Rabbi Zeira, Avabata Kula Shirus, Rabbi Zeira, he was Botea for the whole meal. And Rav Ashi explains he cut a piece, he broke off a piece that was big enough for the whole meal, and he bit into that piece. Amalek Ravina, Rav Ashi, Ravina said to Rav Ashi, doesn't he look like a glutton? You're taking an enormous piece. And you're biting into it, it's not derecheretz. Derecheretz is you break off a little small piece, and you eat that small piece, and then another piece. So why is he breaking off this enormous piece and biting into it? So he told them, they said, 
Since every day he doesn't do that. And now he's doing that, meaning on a regular week that he would make a little small piece. He wouldn't uh, break off an enormous piece. Only now on Thomas he's doing that. So it doesn't look like like he's being a glutton. It looks like he's uh, he's being with Chavit Shabbos. He's, he's breaking off a big piece because of Shabbos. He's hungry. When they would happen to have a, uh, the loaf of bread that they used to make the Eruv, they would make over that loaf of bread, meaning they would use that for their bracha or for the Chamishnah. Since already it was done with it. one mitzvah, there's no need to do another mitzvah. So they chose the bread of the Eruv to make the, uh, the Hamaytzi for the Sudan.